There are 10 million youths entering the job market in Africa each year. With only 3 million jobs created annually, it's becoming increasingly difficult for young women and men to favorably compete and find work. In this episode, we discuss how to create a strong CV and find a job with zero connections. Welcome to Growth Radio. On this platform, we believe that you don't have to learn things the hard way. Each week, We'll bring you a growth conversation with hopes to lower your learning curve in business, work, and general day-to-day life. My name is Kabuela, and I am your host. Let's deep dive. Today we're discussing how to write a strong CV. If you're doing this exercise for the first time or would like to update your CV, this, my friend, is the episode for you. I will be sharing tips that I hope will give you an upper hand when applying for work or proposals. CV is an abbreviation. What's the complete um, word? C. Yeah. V. Certificate. CV is short for the Latin phrase curriculum vitae, meaning course of life. It is basically a detailed document highlighting your professional and academic qualifications accomplishments, and history. There are many types of CV formats out there. Kindly bear with me, I might use CV or resume to mean the same thing throughout the episode. As I mentioned, there are quite a number of CV formats out there. There is the functional resume which focuses on capabilities and skills and may not necessarily include dates. There is also the creative resume which is a freeform style for artists, authors, writers, particularly people in media. And lastly, the chronological resume, which is my favorite of the three and one that we'll be discussing today. Though it's the most traditional, the chronological resume uses a time sequence to list work experience and educational background, usually appearing in reverse order beginning with the present. So now that we are clear about the CV type that we'll be discussing, how do you write one? Hey, just before we continue, I'd like to ask for a quick favor. I would like you to help me grow this channel and reach thousands of young people who are focused on growing their professional and business careers. So please share and invite friends to the channel through whatever platform you're using to listen to this. Without wasting any of your time, let's deep dive. Here's the first step to writing a strong CV. Make an inventory of your personal information focusing on skills, abilities, and experience. As you do this, ensure that you include all your full-time and part-time work experience voluntary work, and any pertinent interest areas and accomplishments from your school, training programs, sports, and hobbies. List everything. It doesn't have to be structured, really. Just list everything. The second stage will be creating a skill statement. But before you do this, now you have to ensure that you organize all your listed skills into themes. These themes could be education, work experience, professional training programs, community activities, and many others that you've got. After this exercise, you will now have to create a skill statement for each category. Please don't be intimidated by this process just yet. It's easier than you think. A skill statement is a sentence that boldly describes your expertise and accomplishments in past professional, academic, and personal work. It highlights your capabilities in the most powerful way. As you come up with these statements, you have to think in terms of value for the reader, the reviewer of your documents, and I have a couple of examples that I will be sharing with you. 
State what you did and not what you want the reader to think about you. You have to eliminate vagueness, jargon, and descriptive words like creative, innovative, futuristic, hardworking. Dull and thoughtful resumes contain lots of these descriptive statements that look like they were just copied right out of a corporate manual or Google. So, here are a few examples of wimpy statements and very powerful statements. Here's a wimpy statement. Wrote employee procedure manuals. How would you restructure this? If I was to factor in some context for the reader, just to give him more perspective about my previous job and accomplishments, this is how I'd say it. Authored a 98-page employee procedures manual, which received high ratings from 90% of department heads. Let's do another example to make it a lot more understandable. A wimpy statement would be responsible for sales activities for the year. Again, think about how you'd structure this. You want to give the reader context in terms of responsibility and your accomplishments in that role. And this is how you could say it. Increased sales by 41% over the previous year. That's a powerful statement. Regardless of what the sales were last year, you increase that by 41%. That in itself is a powerful statement. It highlights some of your accomplishments while in that role. It probes a reviewer to want to know you more and see how best you could add value and help them increase sales in their own department. Let's do a last example. Handled all bookings for travel and accommodation. It is too vague, right? This is how I'd restructure it. Negotiated travel and accommodation for 35 executives that resulted in savings of X amount of dollars, quatches, nairas, shillings. That gives the reader context and insight into your contribution in the department. So take time to formulate and revise your skill statements. They are powerful tools that showcase your expertise. My last tip is we gain experience by doing. Your potential employer would like to see that you're someone who's driven, passionate, and has some level of work experience under your belt. However, this could be difficult to highlight when you're a fresh graduate or have not worked long enough. A sure way of making your CV even stronger if you lack relevant work experience is to get out there and be involved in more activities that grow this. Volunteer for pro bono work in companies, charities, community groups at church, school, or in your neighborhood. Throw yourself at opportunities that are right under your nose. I know you'd ask me, but Kabuela, I don't have money to take on non-paying gigs. And that's correct. That's true. You have to factor in your transportation costs if you will not be working remotely and are required to be on site. However, I think this is an opportunity for you to find creative and smart ways to build your expertise. For example, if you're a recent graduate, write a post each month online about how your industry is evolving. You can use global reports from the UN, World Bank, African Union, and translate them into the local context. Just with that, at the end of the year, you will be able to say that you published monthly articles focused on the impact of the global agenda in your field of work, on the local industries, and it was read by at least 30 people. I think that is you building experience. In closing, I would like you to note these few things. Do not exaggerate, distort facts, or lie. Integrity is key. Secondly, unless it is relevant to the position, do not include personal information like age, weight, height, marital status, religion, political affiliation, 
All of that is unnecessary. Thirdly, get rid of statements that do not stress results. And lastly, proofread, proofread, proofread. Hey, thanks for listening. Please remember to help me grow the channel by following our page and sharing it with friends. Thanks again and see you next week. I am your host, Kabuela.